Coming up on 5-Minute News. Russia is moving more troops towards, not away from Ukraine. Trump White House visitor logs to be released to Congress. And virus rules diminish as CDC records improved infection rates. It's Thursday, February 17. I'm Anthony Davis. The build-up of Russian military forces near the Ukrainian border is continuing, the United States warned on Wednesday, as Estonia said battle groups were approaching ahead of a likely attack to occupy key terrain, despite Moscow's insistence of a pullback. There have been sightings of additional armoured vehicles, helicopters and a field hospital moving towards Ukraine's borders, Britain's Defence Intelligence Chief Jim Hockenhall said in a rare public statement. World powers are engaged in one of the deepest crises in East-West relations for decades, jostling over post-Cold War influence and energy supplies as Russia wants to stop Ukraine ever joining the NATO military alliance. Western nations have suggested arms control and confidence-building steps to defuse the standoff, which has prompted them to urge their citizens to leave Ukraine because an attack could come at any time. Russia continues to deny it has any plans to invade. There's what Russia says and there's what Russia does, and we haven't seen any pullback of its forces, US Secretary of State Antony Blinken said in an interview. We continue to see critical units moving toward the border, not away from the border. Estonian intelligence is aware of around 10 battle groups of troops moving toward the Ukrainian border, where it estimates about 170,000 soldiers are already deployed, said Mick Moran, Director General of the Estonian Foreign Intelligence Service. The attack would include missile bombardment and the occupation of key terrain, he added. If Russia is successful in Ukraine, it would encourage it to increase pressure on the Baltics in the coming years, he said. The threat of war has become main policy tool for Putin. Joe Biden has ordered the National Archives to hand over a range of visitor logs from the Trump White House to the House committee investigating the January 6 attack on the Capitol, rejecting his predecessor's claim that the material is protected by executive privilege. The decision boosts the committee's efforts to gather information about who was coming and going from the White House, not just on the day of the attack last year, but also in the months preceding it, as President Donald Trump sought to overturn the election. In a letter sent on Tuesday to the National Archives, Mr Biden's White House counsel, Dana Remus, said Mr Biden had rejected Mr Trump's claim that the visitor logs were subject to executive privilege and that in light of the urgency of the committee's work, the agency should provide the material to the committee within 15 days. The archivist of the United States, David Ferriero, said in a letter to Mr Trump on Wednesday that unless prohibited by a court, the National Archives would hand over the logs to the committee on March 3rd. Mr Trump did not respond publicly and it's not clear whether he might go to court again to try to delay or block the release of the logs. It is not clear what the visitor logs might show or how extensive and complete they are. The Trump White House routinely flouted federal record-keeping laws designed to document the president's day-to-day -day activities and whom he met with. 
Last year, the committee asked for a range of documents that could include visitor log information on more than a dozen Trump confidants, including Mr. Trump's former national security adviser Michael Flynn, Trump's longtime adviser Roger Stone, and the head of the Proud Boys, Enrique Tarrio. The House committee has requested a wide range of material from the Trump White House relating to the January 6 attack and Mr. Trump's efforts to remain in office after his defeat. Under Joe Biden and President Barack Obama, the White House made its visitor logs public, a move that proponents of government transparency have long said gives the public a greater sense of who has a direct pipeline to the country's most powerful officials. Leading health officials said on Wednesday that the US is moving closer to the point that COVID-19 is no longer a constant crisis, as more cities, businesses and sports venues begin lifting pandemic restrictions around the country. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky said during a White House briefing that the government is contemplating a change to its mask guidance in the coming weeks. Noting recent declines in COVID-19 cases, hospital admissions and deaths, she acknowledged people are so eager for health officials to ease masking rules and other measures designed to stop the spread of the coronavirus. With the Omicron variant waning and Americans eager to move beyond the virus, government and business leaders have been out ahead of the CDC in ending virus measures in the last week, including ordering workers back to offices, eliminating mask mandates, and no longer requiring proof of vaccination to get into restaurants, bars, and sports and entertainment arenas. The efforts have been gaining more steam each day. COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations have fallen sharply in the US, with the seven-day rolling average for daily new cases dropping from around 453,000 two weeks ago to about 136,000 as of Tuesday, according to data from Johns Hopkins University. Hospitalizations are at levels similar to September, when the US was emerging from the Delta variant surge. Only around 65% of Americans are fully vaccinated. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.